Welcome to the Linguistic Show, where we talk about life, love, and everything else. There's always something to talk about with this couple, so you never know what may come out of their mouth. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Linguistic Show. I'm Carol. Can I ask you just a serious question? Why is it that we do the, why? Why is it that we do the corny intro like, I'm Carol and this is Jason. Why can't it just be like, this is Carol and Jason? Like I did when I did my intro. That is is true how you said this is Jason. Because you always say, this is Carol and then it's a pause and I'm sitting there like, okay. Because you have your own voice, and and I don't want to say this is Carol and Jason if you're right there and you can speak for yourself. But I do understand that it may come across corny. Not trying to be corny. So let's try it again then. I mean, you do the same thing every time. That's why I was asking. Like, is it is this? what you want it to be because if that's what you want then i'm gonna make sure that i'm ready when you say that so i can just answer the jason so that you it, can go ahead and talk and do your thing because that's what we're doing it doesn't have to be that way because because when i was coming downstairs to our studio i was thinking let me try something different today let me just say hey we're back at it or something like that we don't ha- i don't have to always do the hey it's carol but that's just how it's been. That doesn't mean that I can't change. I know what it doesn't mean, baby. Okay, it doesn't mean that I won't change how I do my intro. And we can also try new segments. Well, we don't have any segments. We had a segment, I think, like, like one time. We don't do any of that stuff. We're doing we need to serious relationship topics and things of that nature. That's what we're doing. Well, I want us to have segments. I want us to actually, like, really figure out how we can, how we can make it our own. And so I know our, our format needs work. I am very aware. Do you want me to start over? What you mean? So today we're talking about first impressions. Mm-hmm. So it could be, you know, for a relationship, a friend, co-worker, any kind of first impression. Cause How do you have a first impression in a relationship, though? So you mean to tell me that somebody you just seen on the street, you're automatically in a relationship? Hey, you. No, no. Hey, you. Well, hey, you. Hey, you. The, you. You right true. there. You with the butt. You. With the fat Who, booty. Who, me? With the fat uh, booty. Oh. You with the fat booty. We're dating now. Is what do you mean like first relation first impressions <laughs> in a relationship? That doesn't mean that that's a doxymoron. That don't make sense. How's an okay. How can you have a first impression first in a relationship? Young, you don't have a relationship when you have your first of impression. Of that okay, of that person. So I was thinking of different kind of ships. You have a relationship, you have a friendship. What do you mean like a championship? Do you mean no, like the I only had two ships. Oh and the we other only ones. Had two ships. Yeah. You only had the Nina and the Penta. No oh, Santa Marina. I was gonna say that you beat me to it. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't come on. 
Anyway, first impressions, not when you're in a relationship. Because if you're in a relationship and you had a first impression, your ass is cheating. Because you, uh, how you have a, a rela- how do you have a first impression? Okay, you talk about impression your first impression of, 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 of your that, new boss or your coworkers oh, that, okay. or your neighbor or or, or 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 something like that. Like to that extent, yeah. Like first impressions exist in all walks of life. Like the only they say you only get one chance to make a first impression. Well, okay, Mr. That corny is, voice. I will give you the corny voice anytime I feel like it. And yes, you only do get one chance to make a first impression. So whatever, you know, that cliche means to you, uh, that's what we finna sit here and talk about today. Like, does it matter? Are they important? Uh, Do you want to follow through with your gut instinct on your first impressions? What do you mean by follow through with your gut instinct? Like, like if someone's looking weird, like, oh, they're cuckoo, and you don't give them a second chance? Accurate. Okay, um, good. So not just that, but myself. not just. I mean, like <laughs> sometimes your first impression some of someone may be really positive, and they turn out to be a knucklehead loser psychopath. Sometimes okay. your first impression <laughs> of somebody may be really bland and lame, and then they end up to be multifaceted with tons of layers. And so, like that's what I'm trying to say. It's like this whole thing. I, you know, I am the captain of the gray area. Like I am the gray area. Like you can cue the. Dad going two chain song i am the gray area oh, I like i know you don't that's okay <laughs> i can that's try okay. to find it okay. get a that's clip okay. and put it in that, that's okay show you gotta tell me like like what it's actually called i don't know what it's the song. called gray area like is that a new song i don't know anyway <laughs> Black um, Twitter? <laughs> anyway don't know no uh anyway I can't even focus behind that shit. Why would you ask me? Is that a new song? I don't. You just, maybe, you just blew my know. whole vibe. Like I'm yeah, sorry. I don't remember when Two Chains put that shit out. Two Chains put out a, a album and a mixtape every six months. Like this nigga's busy. He working. I ain't mad at him. Okay. He was trying to get out from underneath his le- his record deal. So yeah, he working. Like I ain't mad at him. Do you get your money, bro? <laughs> Two chains older than both of us, and be out here rapping like he like seventeen. Like this bomb is getting bread. He he's one of my. He is one of my. I'm serious. So he's, he's older than you. Do you remember? Do you remember? Um, disturbing the peace, like yes. like ludicrous whole crew. Yeah, he was part of that. Yes. Oh, that was he was. I think you told me that before. Yes, several years that's ago. Titty boy. I wasn't gonna say what his. That, it doesn't matter. Yes. That that was his. That was his rapper. That was his stage name back in 1996. 97 when Luda came out. That was his stage name. That was Pete that was two chains. That was two chains mm-hmm. stage name back then. Yes. So, okay. So when Luda, Luda came, came out, out in the mid nineties. Luda, Luda came Damn. out in the mid to late nineties. So I feel kind of old when, right when now. When did the Fast and Furious sequel come out? I don't know. Because at that point, Luda was too fast, too (laughs) furious. At that point, that Bama was established because he was on a soundtrack. So that, you know, he was already. Man, why are we talking about Ludacris? The point was, these daggone first impressions. And see, this is what the daggone episode should be about is is freaking tangents. Because every time we start talking, we start talking about something else. But then we bring it back and we can. No, that's Get what back. You, that's what that was. That's what you call a segue. You see how? But we bring it back as she's trying to bring it back. Why you gotta make fun of my whole head now that uh, I was doing? I want you to. I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody yes. sees that. Nobody sees but that. We're no, not on video. Well, we need to stop recording. Oh, like seriously. You say that every every. 
Because you and I could have some like really good like vi some visual don't content. Want, don't nobody want to see me right now in my in the house hoodie. It's so DIY, yeah. my, in, my, in the house hoodie. <laughs> yes, the my, house hoodie. my DIY cut off uh, sweatpants shorts. The most comfortable thing in the planet when you're in the house. My <laughs> DIY cut off sweatpants shorts and some crew socks. And I have a blanket on. I mean, if you're a dude from if you're a dude from the DMV in the '90s, you're probably wearing crew socks right now. Just that's that's I don't know. It's kind of the uniform. It's the recipe. Crew socks, some gray New Balance. You probably got a, a bucket hat on and a white tee, don't you? Don't you? I bet you do. Anyway, <laughs> okay. speaking of so, first impressions, that's probably how I pulled up in that daggone classroom, and that's why this one over here says sprung. I pulled up with some dead white crew socks, some <laughs> New Balance, a bucket hat, and a white tee, <laughs> like a regular DMV Bama. I had my SUV, and I was bumping go go. Look how I pulled up. Look how I pulled up. That's that first impression. But, but I wouldn't first have known the kind of vehicle you're driving because you're in class. How am I going up with Because I was riding all up around. I was riding all up and down that John Bang. I remember that was when Blueprint came out. I was riding all up and down that All up and down campus drive. <laughs> all up and down. On my way to work. On my way to work. I, I had class and I'm on the way to work. I'm sorry. I don't I don't live on campus. I'm sorry. I don't get to do y'all y'all turn up stuff like I did at Salisbury. Sorry. I gotta go to work. I got bills paid. That was me in college. I I, I gotta go to work. Sorry, yeah, guys. I, I gotta got go to transferred work. to Maryland, but yeah, I feel you. So, like, you had some good points, first impressions. So, what was your first impression of me? This crazy chick. What's really going I was on? Sitting this in crazy my chick. I, I was sitting at my desk. So, how are you going to be like this crazy chick? I hadn't even done the other thing I was trying to, to impress you with, which, which I'll get to later in the episode. Lord, um, the first impression. What was my first impression of you? Way to put me on the spot without any kind of warning. That's the type of pressure situation that your husband thrives in. Yeah, you thrive under pressure. So, Our first of all, my first impression, young you, context clues, babe. Just the wrong usage of the wrong usage. Totally wrong I know usage. what the song is about. We know that you know what the song is about, <laughs> ma'am. But it's a totally different usage of the word. Okay. You don't even know the context of the slang of the word. Yeah. Because it can be I used can in other it, it can be used in other ways than that. That's just saying that's what's crazy about it because you're supposed to apply pressure at work. You're supposed to apply pressure when you're working out. You're supposed to apply pressure in anything that you do. It's not just about sex. That's just what Ari talking about. That's, I know. I just no, you don't know. You thought it was just that. The lyrics are not about going to work. Lord help me. Jesus. Well, I guess if you're going to work on someone's body. Hey, young, just okay. go. Hey, young. Before we before we get on another tangent, I'm gonna <laughs> just tell you like this. Go ahead, go look it up on Black Twitter. And then what I'm going to do is go ahead and go look it up on Black Twitter. Go ahead, go download Black Twitter and look it up. And so uh, anyway, first impression. I'll be honest. My first impression was like, oh, she's cool. You were kind of on your... I remember when I first met you, you were on your anti-social social life mode at that point How you were I? you were like yo i just cut all my hair i i won't i i wear my air max all the time uh. and a hoodie <laughs> i don't want nobody to even know me all i do is school because i'm so focused 
and I'm only a second semester freshman, but I'm so focused. I'm like, bro, you have no idea what you're about to get yourself into, ma'am. You have no idea what college is about to bang you with. So I'm glad that you're already having this crisis in between first and second semester freshman year because it's about to get so much more difficult. It did get difficult. It's about to get so much more difficult. So that would would have been my first impression is that, oh, she's such a nice, cool chick. Like she's laid back. Kind of, kind of chill. With her Air Max not, on not all the time. With her Air Max on all the time. <laughs> you know, I love my sneakers, so I noticed her Air Max 98s from the. I mean, not her 98s. Excuse me, you didn't have 98s. You had Air Max. You had the second Air Max Plus, which the that was like. Uh, I had I forget the name of the shoe now, but it, it was the second Air Max it was Plus. The, the it's not the silver. official. It's not the official official Air Max Pluses that had the little waves up the side. Matter of fact, I know it was. I know what it was. It wasn't the Air Max Pluses. You had, they were the uh, 96s because the 98s were the ones like Aaliyah has that yeah they had the bubble all the way. Look tangents. See how we get on these tangents. My God! Somebody you remember what kind of shoes I was wearing? I remember sneakers. Wow. I, I remember sneakers. This is we've talked about this. Anybody who knows me know I make sneaker contact before I make eye contact. Well, I hadn't. People had no know clue this. What I was wearing. People know this about me. Ago. I know that's because you wore them daggone gray Air Max ninety eights all the time. They were. I mean, excuse me, the ninety sixes. You wore them joints all the time. They were comfortable. They're great. I wish I had a pair of them. They're dope. Remember when I tried to buy you another pair when yes. I found out that they came back out? Yes, I do. Like, yo, anyway, that was my first impression. Oh, she's got some cool little Air Max and wears a hoodie all the time and she's kind of <laughs> low key and, and chill. That's cool. I had uh, a history at that point of my lifetime of the polar opposite of that type of person in my, uh, in my cipher. So, yes, that would have been my first impression. I was like, oh, she's super chill. She's laid back, real, real, real uh, down to earth, real chill. I would say that would have been my first impression. Okay. Well, my first impression of you was, wow, he's a lot different than than what I thought he was going to be. Because, oh! because Ring the alarm! <laughs> oh, okay. Another sound is dying. Uh, okay. All right, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> because when I saw you saw you come in into class I was thinking no he's probably gonna be arrogant probably probably a kappa probably hey like you know what's crazy <laughs> is I almost was a kappa like if it wasn't for that incident that happened at Maryland Eastern Shore I would have been a kappa imagine that that's petty go ahead continue and I would have been right then know that that you that's been. that's that light-skinned bias and when y'all talk about colorism remember it go uh, both ways by the way colorism ain't just like ooh, dark-skinned people no black people y'all do it to us all the time don't let the light skin taste fool you i'm thorough okay so so i thought that you know we're gonna be no stuck up or uptight all, all those kind of things that 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 sometimes back in the early 2000s and maybe even in the 90s that people would associate with someone who is light-skinned and has curly hair I can't so, help the facts I'm mixed. I, I Do you know how many times I've had I that had no idea what your background was I had no but idea when I first would, met but you, you but still I had, was gonna judge I me on my background though 
But didn't that come in the, in the in school with a madness outfit with slouch socks on, on like fir- on the I first day? I of school? have no clue what you were wearing. <laughs> that's why I'm like, yeah, I don't God. know. That, so that's why I'm trying to figure out what was my first impression. Who is this Bama right here? That, that was my first. <laughs> who, who, who does he think? You know what? The that's crazy thing. The think crazy thing is. All late. The I'm crazy thing is, is I've heard this story. So yes, what I've heard that my first impression on her was. <laughs> Who does he think he is coming in this class all late? And you know who the hell I thought I was? The a man. Guy, a, <laughs> a goddamn junior who's trying to graduate and get to class. I don't care about none of that stuff. At this point, I realized that the first week of school is a throwaway. Just figure out where your classes are and get your damn syllabus. But I would not have known that about you. Okay, so I had no idea, number one, that you were a Jew. No. Yeah, fell well, first of all, I had with my hands too. Yeah. Uh, so I had no idea. I had no idea that you were a junior or a transfer student. Or I, I didn't know these things. Of course not, dude. Do we have that? Is that like the scarlet letter? Like I got to wear it on my shirt? Transfer. Is that like, is it like you just see Bama's all cap? You know what? When you go to certain schools, you can look at youngest yeah, and be you like, and you can just look at that Bama and be like, sometimes. transfer. Yeah. Look at look at his look at his dad going Yankee. Look at his damn Yankee fitted and his uh, butter Tim's. Look at his Yankee dress. fitted and his butter Tim's transfer. You ain't a DMV Bam transfer. You didn't. <laughs> that's how you could tell. That was one way we could tell. Is like when you start to see these youngers, they start talking about son. What up, son? But yeah, that's our what up, that, son? that they or may or, 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 or the other one or the other one. Hey, dummy. What up, dummy? And it's like, oh, you you one of them, huh? Yeah, yo, 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 dummy. You freaking Baltimore Bamas, man! Okay. Oh my gosh! Okay, so we're gonna so have we're gonna another. We're okay. gonna have a college. We're gonna have a college tour of the '90s damn episode, and oh my gosh, the stereotypical tangents that existed in the nightlife in the '90s. When you're talking about the colleges in the DMV, man, the the Baltimore crew, the DMV crew, like the Go Go's. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Remember when we used to have to go to the club wearing business casual? Like we had to dress up business casual to go to the club. Like, oh my gosh, man! Wait till that episode. Yes, That's gonna we'll be save something that for crazy. a few episodes. So you mean I'm to tell to me it. that my first impression on you was for real? What the hell does he think he doing showing up all late like that? What I'm supposed to skip class because I didn't know where the classroom was? I'm sorry. It's so, a new campus for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I get all that. Okay, so. Not just that you were late, but because I wasn't judging you because you were late. I didn't hold. She back. was judging me because I was that late. Was, ironically, was, she's late was, for everything. Ironically, I married a woman who is late for. She was not late for Mr. her Punctual. wedding. She was not late for our wedding. Aww. But she did hold up the process. She did hold up the ceremony, but what? she was not late. For, you were not late for the wedding, but you did hold up the ceremony. Some anyway. I'm looking really puzzled. So we're going to talk about that. You're not going to remember that. That's fine. Yeah, you're going to tell me about that later. That's fine. We adjusted, no we adjusted all the clocks in the church just to make sure that she didn't notice. <laughs> you said that before. No, I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you're <laughs> okay. making up stuff. Okay. Yeah, wait. Pass the C right. Is that true? Let me stop. No. I know. He, Pastor Reverend he, he C. Right ain't listening to none of this. He's not listening to none of the secular. He's he doesn't have the answer. He is not listening to none of the secular podcasts. But, okay, so so my first impression of you, as you already stated, was no. Who do you think you are coming in late? But 
but that was on day one. That was on that Tuesday. Well, that's and the so, first impression. But I will say, like, by, like, the next week or so, I I quickly changed my perception of you. And so, like, do you think... Not what do you think, because obviously it happens, you know, that, that at times a first impression is not always accurate, because I was wrong about you. I was bringing that energy. I was bringing that, I already know what's going on in the world energy. Because at that point, I didn't know what was going on in the world, but at least I knew what was going on in the college world. Right, because I'm like, maybe and on so, college campuses. <laughs> and so maybe, you know, I might have went to a small school and split time between hanging out at the HBCU and the small school, but I had at least experience on campus. Granted, you know, I don't think it's really that big a deal because at that point in my life, I wasn't running the streets and partying and stuff like that. I had a job. I was working and going to school. So right. I grew up immediately <laughs> within a couple of years of high school. I grew up immediately. So I got a, I guess I probably had a different vibe about me because, you know, from my perspective, I was like really not playing games at that point. Like I, I, I knew that I, I had a, a certain situation that I had to handle. And so I'm pretty sure that any other guys that you had bumped into at that time frame that were going through the type of things that I was going through in that time frame probably wouldn't have carried themselves with the, the bit of swagger and the kind of like, I don't know, the little, I have a tendency to when stuff get really hard on me to act super chill. I don't know why that is. Um, it's probably a defense mechanism. Right, it's I was like, say that. It's probably, like, instead of fight or flight, like, I'm chill. Like, I'm like, yo, okay, now it's time to break the problem down and figure out what to do next. Like, I thrive under pressure. I don't say it because it sounds cute. I really do. When oh, stuff know. gets yeah, crazy, I tend to, like, really get it together, which is... A testament to my intestinal fortitude, but also to the fact that I have a really high stress tolerance and it's unhealthy. But anyway, you um, do have a, a high stress tolerance. <laughs> but but the the first part of what you said, I really do admire how mm -hmm. even under pressure, you don't crack, and 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 if you do, you don't let it be sh you don't let it be shown, and so. The second part of what you were saying, I do agree it's not always healthy, but but you do have a really strong way of just keeping your cool and your calm when things that may have broken someone within like a few times of happening, like you you can still manage and, and like carry on. It's so for there's a few of, of y'all listeners who know like our background to a certain extent and know my particular background, like in the late nineties, early two thousands as, you know, my football career short lived t fell apart um as i got back to university of maryland um you know i ended up transferring there and was staying at home the circumstances were a little bit dubious but it is what it is all right um i'm working i give a lot of credit and to this day i actually uh ran an orientation for one of my employees today and i mentioned this man's name because again if it wasn't for hector Mm -hmm. giving me a chance at a management job that I didn't even apply for back when I was what 20? Like 20 yeah. I was 20 I was 20 and I didn't even apply for a management job and he gave me a management job he gave me a chance and if it wasn't for that I wouldn't be nowhere because at that point in my life I literally was on the verge of having nothing and so that's what's interesting about first impressions right 
Carol met me at a right before an extremely volatile time in my life. She met me about six months before the most volatile time in my entire life. And the ironic thing about that is that first impression. So I must have made some kind of first impression on this person because within six months of meeting me, my entire life flipped upside down and I was a completely different person for the better and for the worse. And so, you know, for what that's worth, I guess it was a good first impression. Now, sometimes you, you have these kind of first impressions and it could be somebody that you want to deal with on that kind of level. It could be like a friend. It could be a coworker. It could be something work-related like a boss or like a, a subordinate. It could be like your neighbors. One of the weirdest first impressions that I've ever had was when we bought our, our house down here in 2019 in Southern Maryland. Now, I was relatively uh, familiar with the neighborhood, being as though I ran a business down here and, you know, my significant other grew up down here, literally around right, the corner. Right. So That's I know so the true. neighborhood <laughs> and things of that nature to a certain extent, right? Right. Plus, uh, my crew, a bunch of my friends live down here. Like, I know the, I know the South Side to a certain extent. Right? Right. So. <laughs> okay. So, um, we moving in or whatever. And there's this little dude. <laughs> this little dude just walks right up while we're moving in. Like, it's me. It's me and the mo the cats we paid to help me move. Because, I, I mean, all right. All right, all right. So, all right, all right, all right. So, a couple of my <laughs> homies, my two homies, really helped me pack our house. And my wife's friend really helped us pack our house. The three of y'all get all the love at all yes, times because major. if it wasn't if it wasn't for the three of y'all we would not have this house because we had we were up against some extenuating circumstances we had to have the house clear yeah so anyway us. anyway anyway we get to the new house right we're moving in it's 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 actually getting dark about to rain and me and the moving guys are moving stuff in and out the house right and this random red-headed freckled face <laughs> caucasian boy just walks up just walks up to me. Oh, because there was his son. It just wasn't, walks up it to wasn't me. His just, dad. Walks, just walks up to me and says, Hi. Hey. Hi. I was like, Hey, man, what's up? <laughs> hi. Well, hey, you guys are moving in, huh? Oh, I was like, God. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, me and my family live over here. I was like, Okay, that's what's up. And then at that point, he saw that we had kids. And whatever weird situation <laughs> happened with that since then. That's my guy. But guess what? He's the coolest kid in our freaking neighborhood. Yeah. He really is the, the only kid who's friends with all the black kids, all the white kids, all the boys, all the girls, <laughs> all the right. teenagers, everybody knows, messes knows with him. him. And so, like, that's cool, <laughs> that right? Is, that's right, the coolest is. thing in the world, Dave. When you have your first impression, and he's like, young, who the fuck is this kid? And he ends up being the coolest kid in the world. Now, granted, my kids might not think he's the coolest kid in the world because they're girls, and right. they don't want to have a boy just and hanging out around he is quite the boy. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, he's, a, he's a, like, I'm skateboarding, driving my remote control car, shooting BB guns. He's a boy. <laughs> You know what I mean? And so my girls is like, first of all, my girls are PG County girls. And second of all, they're like, hold the hell up. Like, who the hell is this boy? So granted, 
That's a first impression. You don't want to know what's another first impression dealing with these kids since we moved in this house? A month after school started, I've... I came home from work. <laughs> it just so happened to be a day that I worked early and I was home at like 3.45, right? Some little... He pulled up on a little mini bike and said to me, yo... Angelina live here? Did he really say, like, yo? Yo. Uh Like this. Yo. Angelina live here? Is Angelina home? I said, nigga, Angelina not home. (laughs) Who the hell is this little eight-year-old boy who pulled up on a little mini motorcycle asking for my... Dog, it took everything in my power not to strangle him up. And come to find out, he's a cool-ass kid. Who lives diagonal right? Come, come to find out. Come to find out, he's a cool-ass kid. His parents are cool. Like uh, I'm going to question uh, his parents. You're, right? you're being a hater. His parents I'm, are all right. They, his parents, look, I'm he's a cool a kid. He's a, good, he's a good kid. His parents are cool. But mm. man, day one, you pulled up on me talking about where Angelina and you got a mini bike. Nigga, you lucky I didn't go in the house and come back out here with something for you. Who the hell just pulls up and asks for somebody's daughter? Like, bruh. Anyway, that's a first impression for your ass. When somebody just pull up and be like, hey, where Angelina? Young, what? I almost wanted to fight that little kid. I was about to choke slam him. So, yeah, these first impression type things can go a lot of different ways. You know what else was a funny first impression? The first time I met your grandma. Oh, gosh. The first time I met your grandma. better days of grandma and I. <laughs> the first time I met your grandma was at one of our house parties. Was it at the at the townhouse at, then? Yeah, it had, it had to be yeah. townhouse. At the obviously. townhouse. That was Clearly the first dumb. time I met your grandma. Was at the townhouse <laughs> in, in Disher Heights. And so my first impression. I gotta hear this because I need to laugh. <laughs> hey, you got any more of that brown? You got any more of that brown? Go ahead and pour me up. <laughs> that sounds like her. And I was like. Okay, Grandma G, yes, ma'am. Let's go get this. <laughs> so there's a first impression for you, Ash. Like, first impressions can be funny. They can be, you know, they can be relatively kind of lame and dry. There's been times where I've had... So one of my best friends in the world, my first impression of him was like, this nigga lame as shit. Like, why are you so dry and boring? You gotta be from, like, Baltimore okay, or something. I am, like, really trying to trying to figure out in my head which mm-hmm. person no, I know I, I, I know because I no because, because the crazy I mean, thing I is because the crazy thing the is, is because the crazy thing is is the first 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 time I met him he didn't work with me the first 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 time I met him I was like now who the fuck is this Bama <laughs> hey, you why got, it gotta be a Bama it's a just DC, because it's a his DC, style is it's different a, it's it doesn't a, it's a DC Baltimore like thing it's a dc thing if you're from inside the beltway or the relatively adjacent i know what a bama ad- is the, the adjacent like I don't counties know. this is not for you ma'am this is for the listening audience oh my bad right so anyway i was like who the fuck is this bama and i didn't even know i didn't even know he was cool as a fan end up being like really one of my best friends okay can you give me a non-elusive or probably the wrong word, but I'll go with it anyway. Can you give me a physical description that is not going to give it away? Because nope. I am really Can't trying to... Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. But for all those who Does... know the inside jokes, hibachi. Okay. 
okay, thank you. I know who you're talking about now. Anyway. <laughs> okay. That's a first impression for your ass. Because, like, young, who the fuck is this Bama? But, like, 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 asking me questions and questioning my little employee discount and shit. But ended up being, like, okay. one of the coolest dudes I ever knew in my entire life. And has mm-hmm. helped me out with a lot of stuff. I helped him out with a lot of stuff. And can really call him one of my best friends. One of my brothers. And so, like, like that. so, like, that's how first impressions go. Like, sometimes first impressions are silly. Yeah, now. Sometimes the shit is legitimately silly. Nah. And then you come to find out, nah, this is a serious person. Sometimes it's so somber and boring and lame. And then they end up being cool as hell. It's it's yeah, like that. So you can't always trust your gut. Sometimes you want to trust your gut. You want to feel like, uh, that first thing I felt is how I should feel. I should trust my instinct. Trust my gut. Sometimes you want to. Well, but for I, real, for real, that can lead to a lot of trouble. So you you know, you want to trust your first, your instincts. You want to feel confident in yourself and your 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 ability to uh how would you say judge character to a certain extent but um sometimes them first impressions can lead you astray well i am glad that that my first impression of you was not right Mm, was not right yeah i am and I'm glad that we got to know each other. So, like G Unit, I want to get to know you. Who no, the no. hell is this walking in this class? All who late. does he think he is? Yes, because I remember that I was sitting in maybe the the second or third row. Um, I guess well, yeah, the second or third row. And so you couldn't. Yoshi's talking about whatever he's talking about. I don't know. What he's talking about shout out Yoshi again, dog. If I know you don't subscribe to my podcast, but dog, shout out to Yoshi. He, he was, was cool. the, he was a swag champion. Yoshi was literally a real life version of Han from Fast and Furious. Yeah, he was a swag champion. So everybody who hates on Asian culture, like y'all, just don't know people. Like Yoshi was cool as hell, bro. Yoshi was a bro. Like Yoshi was super cool. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> okay. But a few minutes ago, you're talking. Oh. A few minutes ago, you were talking. Oh, the sound effects. Oh, I thought the thing God. had just moved, but that was me. I didn't know it was moving because my eyes were closed. So, you have you mentioned um, a few minutes ago that sometimes a first impression could be silly or that kind of thing. But sometimes people, whether it's man, a man or a woman, does things to get someone's attention because they're trying to be like hey let me do things to stand out and so like back when we had first started our podcast i don't know whether it was the preview episode episode one or whatever it was but i had like gave like a little hint of the whole wig story with me that that's not so so no 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 we can we can we so no 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 they don't want to see my face right now because I did your face was okay I thought it was funny so your face you just made the thing about that was and and so yo that's not a first impression that was like a twelfth impression that was like the twelfth or thirteenth time I've seen this but sometimes so no that's not a first impression we're not gonna tell that story right now because that doesn't count for this conversation that counts for one of those conversations where it's like bro. You know how when people do something silly to get somebody else's attention? <laughs> Let me tell you a story about some shit. 
That's not a first impression story. I already knew you at that point. I know you. So how can that be a first impression, I yo? Know, I know you knew me, but but like honestly, like your impression of me may have changed, even though I even though by then I knew you maybe like a few months or maybe a, I don't know when it was. I know it, it was the spring semester, and it wasn't totally. It wasn't like blazing hot outside, so it wasn't even May. So maybe like March or April, but. But like you have said before, jokingly, maybe probably seriously, that like you probably thought that I was maybe crazy by doing that. Because sometimes people like like may start off one way and then they change. I'm like, hmm. So I will save that for the right time. Ha! The right time. When is that? We don't know. Is that a song lyric? Somebody help this woman. Please, someone help. I mean, I, I, do, I you, do you? I didn't hear, know the two chain songs. So how am I going to? Do out? you hear what I deal with? And so understand that. About and I'm being my total self too. I'm There's not trying to be wrong goofy. With that. There's nothing wrong. We know you're not trying to be goofy. It just comes naturally. Anyway, so we talked about a couple of different scenarios, right? We talk about when you have friends that you you might meet somebody. So. You know, as adults, making friends is kind of weird, right? It's kind of weird. Like, you don't want to be that weird, creepy dude. Hey, bro, you want to hang out and get a beer? Like, you don't want to be that weird, creepy dude. Is that? Hey, hey bro, do you want to go play basketball? Like, that's weird, right? Like, generally speaking, once you're adults, you make friends through work. Sometimes shared experiences. Like, mm -hmm. I made a couple of friends involving my car because they had similar cars and it was like a you know Chevy thing or whatever but you know generally speaking you know you, 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 your first impressions of people can be kind of weird and we talked about you know your friendships we talked about relationships but there's other situations where you have first impressions of people and you gotta be like you gotta take a step back and be like yo what the fuck or maybe you be like yo <laughs> maybe you take a step back and be like yo that was dope and then sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong so do you really trust your first impression or is it one of those things you take on a case-by-case -case basis? And I would, I would think it's a case-by-case -case basis. Really? Because every, every person is different, right. and so, and so it's not fair. And I know you can say life's not fair. I know that, but it's not fair to to give someone, or, 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 or I guess, give people a a blanket kind of. I judge you this way because because you did that because everyone has no their own unique personality. True, but so, I don't think it's about judging people to a certain extent though. I'm one of those type of people that I've said this I say this to my wife sometimes. I say this to people at work. I say this to people. This is a, a real live phrase if you know me, you've heard me say this. Is I want to talk to the real you, not your not representative. representative. Not your representative. I don't want your lawyer. I don't want the person who's going to give me the perfect answers. I want the real. And so from my perspective, I really do look into first impressions to to a certain extent. It's not the be all end all. Let's not get that twisted. It's not the be-all, end-all. But the first thing I feel about someone generally tends to be on. Now, that might have something to do with the fact that I'm an empath as far as my sociological, psychological makeup or whatever. I'm an empath. Like, I feel people's emotions when I talk to them, when I see them, when I be around them. 
I just feel their emotions. They don't even got to say nothing to me. I can feel your emotions standing next to you. And so for me, I've always been a generally strong judge of character, which has led me to be a bit of an introvert. Because I can tell people are bullshitting before they reveal it. I can tell people are cool before they know that they're cool. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the type of just person I am that has extended into my professional career. And it just so happens to be why I'm so good at recruiting. But um, when you're dealing with these first impressions, this is just something I want to ask my significant other that I'm related to by marriage. Um when it becomes to these when it excuse me when it comes to these uh first impressions do you really feel as though you've learned to take it at face value or do you have it like you know you know how you have those old cartoons where you had the devil and the and the right. angel on your shoulder right. so is it like on one sh- on one side you're like okay i'm gonna take my face value this was my first impression mm-hmm. and then on the other side you're like forget the first impression I'm going to like break it down for what it is. Like do you ever have that kind of internal conflict? Cuz for me, I know this is going to sound weird, but I never have that internal conflict. My first impression literally is all I think of you until you prove me wrong. And I hear what you're saying, and, and even though I know I am quite judgmental. Oh, quite. She is Judge Judy, Judge Mathis, Judge Joe, Judge <laughs> She is I'm judge. judge. She's I'm Judge Dread. She's Judge Dread. She's she's uh what's the, what's the Bama that play for the for the Yankees? She's that little six seven nigga that be hitting home runs. What's his, his name? name Aaron, Aaron. Oh, and because what? we because we from the DMV, he's not Aaron Judge. He's Earn oh, Judge. I've heard him he's okay. Earn Judge. Anyway, continue. Earn Judge. <laughs> okay. Earn Judge. Uh, okay. For y'all Baltimore okay. Bama's earn earn to earn earn. Go ahead. Aaron earned an iron I, I, I already know but I already know why you're saying the different kinds of earned, air or hey, we need to have Q as a guest uh a guest host. She she and Kenny will be guests um will be guests on our podcast, but earned, we have to get earned, through through a few earned, earned, more things. We're not ready earned, for earned, our, our guests yet. So Yes, Q and Kenny. We Can't are, wait. We've already talked about y'all being on the show because we love y'all so much. Y'all are our like sister brother couple. <laughs> I just need that Upper Maryland perspective from my girl sometimes because <laughs> because you know you know all y'all I, we just kind of anti B more on this side. Uh, so well, I need that perspective, Mo. But, I do. But, anyway, yeah. So we see the like. This, that, we should change. We should change this from the linguistic show to the tangent podcast because we can't never stay on track. We call I, it. The I'm all, trying to answer your question though. Bad. I'm going. I'm going to rotate my rotational chair around and face this way so she can answer her question. And then when you talk, it's gonna sound weird because you're facing the because you're facing an, an empty. It's a rotational chair. I'll rotate back around just like I just did. I anyway, just, I'm going back. back around. Okay. <laughs> so you were asking about about like if. If you, um, not you, but if I stick with my first impression or, or whether I um, give them a chance to like, like show who they are. And so even though I'm judgmental, 
I know how to separate my judginess from giving someone a, a fair shot. And so I don't usually judge or keep that first impression until, as you were saying, they they showed me or gave me a reason to think differently of it. Um, but 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 I will say that you are a good judge of character. I don't dispute that. And you were actually right several years ago about some of the the female friendships that I had that you know. So that's why we need a, we need to be recording so people so can see. So people can see me give you the Loretta Divine. My eyes just popped out of my head like you know I'm right. It she was, said I'm right. Yes. Oh. Uh, oh, I was, oh. She said I'm right. Fellas, fellas, pause, pause, fellas. She said I'm right, bruh. And you're going to turn your chair around until you talk again. I but dropped the mic. I dropped the mic. Dropped it. Yep, you dropped the proverbial invisible mic. Lord, but it's not an invisible mic. It's a mic actually sitting on a table okay, that I'm talking fine. into right now. It's not invisible, and I don't want to drop it because then I got to pick it up, and we can't talk anymore. So anyway, so, so anyway, what I was what I was saying is that you have been right in terms of of some of the of the female friends that I had back in our in our early days of being married and kind of before we had kids too. Because what, what was I right about? Hmm. about envy and maybe people not being as genuine as I thought they would be because I've said this to you before that no one has any reason to ever envy me but as I had some changes in our life such as no having a baby we had a miscarriage I know prior but then having but actually having a baby that brought out different well, okay, to me it was different traits, but it was traits that you saw like from the beginning. And so I did not see these things because I just didn't see them. And so I had no idea, you know, that you know that friendships would shift based on a life change. And sometimes it can shift in a good way, but in in this case it shifted downward. Yes, because I'm the type of person who can feel different people's emotions and I'm also, let, let's just say from a first a first impression perspective, I, I'm kind of a perfect storm. And that's what makes me so good at my job, again, like I said before, from that recruiting perspective. Number one, I'm an empath. Like, I can feel other people's emotions before they tell me what's going on. I can feel them. And I've been like that since I was a kid. And I didn't know what it meant until I was in my mid-30s. But I was just always used to wonder why when other people were sad, I was sad. When my friends were angry, I was like the biggest, rowdiest, angriest, wanted to fight. Like when I played sports and we would get all hyped up, I was the hype man. Like I always wondered why everyone's emotions affected me so much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I've grown up and learned and looked into psychology, now I know. And so being an empath is a major part of first impressions. Like before you said anything or anything, I already feel you. The second part is that being someone who's been through a, a lot of stuff, 
but has also seen a lot of different kinds of people, been exposed to different people, different walks of life Mm -hmm. from different backgrounds, different parts of the country, different parts of the world even, allows you to look at circumstances a bit differently. And so when you first meet someone, let's say someone might be down on their luck. They might be down on their luck. They might be a bit disheveled. They might be, you know, whatever, you know, you know, walking from the subway or something, their shoe came untied and, you know, they were just on the phone and they're stressed out and they've been walking and they're sweaty because they've been walking and it's summertime and you just bump into this person, you'll be like, look at this sweaty ass, stressful, disheveled, dirty looking person. And you might not realize that they just having a rough morning. That's what again from my perspective being with my job position where I deal with recruitment and training and hiring and such that's been really beneficial for me is understanding that people go through things when you've never experienced things it's hard to understand how people go through things it's hard to compartmentalize what they might be going through is not indicative of who they are as a person And so you have to look through the visible stuff. And that's a challenge. It's a big challenge. It's a big time challenge to say, yo, I see this person and they're disheveled. They're clearly tired. They're going through something. Mm -hmm. And see that they're a real, live, valuable person. And so that's a skill set that I didn't have to learn or something. It just ended up being part of my personality and I didn't even know that until I was in a position where as a hiring manager for businesses it was up to me to figure out who these people were yeah you gotta weed I gotta I gotta weed them out I gotta I gotta do interviews and stuff like that right so that's how you find out and so that's the second part of I guess why I'm so good at at the like first impression stuff at the ju- at the judge of character the third part is kind of nefarious but it is real and it's who i am i learned early on not to trust what i see now that that is something that i think is a really good point because you were able to to see when when certain female friends of mine were not you know authentic or genuine and, and to me I thought that they were and I would have never had a clue that they were you know had different kinds of motives and it, and like you may say oh Carol like you're being naive or you're being blind but I can sometimes tell when when certain women are not you know totally genuine so I can separate that usually but like it's some but 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 in certain cases when when we went through life changes i was i was able to then see some of the traits and first impressions that you know that that you saw basically it took me years or well, i'm like maybe like two three years you no know, to actually like had those experiences that that like you from that you maybe from, from like day one or, or day two could see right away and it wasn't just you that could see um these things there were some of my um old i guess i'll 
call them or OG friends. The the playground. Look, look the sandbox. The sandbox crew. Okay. Your sandbox it, 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 crew. Yeah. Your day ones. Yes. It, it, your hashtag day ones as we call them. Yeah. Your day ones. Yes. It was some of them plus some people that I knew um from um school as well, you know, from um college who who could see things that I just couldn't see until things changed for me. And for example, like when we actually had our first child, you no know, that that you know, that really showed me that hey, some of these people who I really had rocked with for a couple of years while we were you no know, childless, that hey, they may not have been like really for me like I thought they were. Mm-hmm. And so like you could see that pretty much right away, but I couldn't. And so How could you tell? Yeah, but to and, and 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 you're making it sound like I'm some kind of superhero or something like I can just read people I'm not, and so I'm not making it like you're like a psychic or superhero no but but in some cases you have been the spot on about people maybe like Carol like I don't know about her and so like so like so like how do you know these things sometimes you are a superhero but you're not I a mind a, I am a but, superhero but you're not the the French mind reader super so. I might not be super I might not be super I might be jai like regular but I am a hero real talk I saved the fucking day multiple times anyway and you don't crack under pressure anyway <laughs> how do I know um I really do can't even explain it it's just a feeling you ever know you know that feeling when they say oh you got butterflies in your stomach yeah like you feel hungry like you're nervous yeah i get that feeling around certain people you ever get that like an awkward kind of feeling yeah like an awkward kind of feeling you ever get that feeling like uneasy like yo this shit don't feel right like i don't trust this i mean like that I, I, i get i get that feeling but i get it physically I don't. I'm not saying like it. It's in my mind, and I'm like not thinking here, about it. I'm saying that like that I get it physically. Like I feel cold. Oh, okay. Like I feel cold when I can tell something doesn't feel right, and I shouldn't trust it, or something's going to put me in danger. I feel cold. I don't. I've I've always felt like that. I don't know how to explain it. Like I feel cold. Um, like I feel like a chill. Like woo. Like I even shiver a little bit. Like, ooh. like you're in a mood. Like, like, like people ooh. do. Like, like, like yeah. And people look at me like, what the fuck? What, what was he drinking? And it's just like, nah, bro. Like something. Something. Feeling about that person over there. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do all that because that's some weirdo shit. Like I would just look at him. <laughs> you're the one I would just look at him. I would just look at him and take a sip of my drink and just mm, okay, I look at you. I watch you. Um. So so to an- answer your question accurately. I really don't know. Like, I don't know how or why it happens. It's just a feeling. It's like... And and the crazy thing is, is I can't trust it every time. Because sometimes I'm wrong. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I'm wrong. But most of the time, as it pertains to character, I'm right. I might be wrong about the decisions that someone would make when put under pressure. But as it pertains specifically to character, I'm generally right. And so the crazy thing about that is, is that when you have that working in the back of your head, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a nonstop, like you never stop overthinking it. And that's the downside 
to this whole thing where you're like, oh, you can read people. Oh, you're such a good judge of character. Oh, you're you 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 don't understand that it don't turn off. And so it's like a blessing and a curse. I it's guess, a blessing and a curse. Situation. Yo, it's a blessing and a curse, definitely. Because there's times it's like I don't want to think about nothing. Like I just want to enjoy whatever I got going on. But somebody will say something, and then I start thinking about it, and then I start thinking about it. Then I overthink it, and next thing you know, I've wasted an hour going down a rabbit hole, thinking in my head about all of these scenarios that could have happened based on a throwaway statement that someone said. That's that overthinking shit that gets people in trouble. And so, yes, I might be a great judge of character. Yes, first impressions might be a motherfucker for me because I am a good judge of character. However, I am an overthinker. And yeah, you so, and I both overthink a lot. And of so, <laughs> being being an overthinker is like, yo, that first impression, you could be dead wrong, but if you believe in it, right now you really screwed yourself. And so, that's trouble um i believe that this type of thing should come with checks and balances just make sure that if you want to be the type of person who believes in your gut instinct you want to be the type of person who lives with conviction because that's the type of person i wasn't when i was younger but i learned that that's the type of person i needed to be to be mentally stable to be happy to be normal I had to live with conviction. Mm-hmm. And what does it actually mean? It's not just, oh, do what you say and say what you mean. Like, not like that, like old folks say. I mean, it's like, see, yeah, you have that first impression of somebody, believe it. Live it. Wait till they prove you wrong. Believe in yourself. Put yourself first. That's something that's really hard for me is putting myself first because everybody who knows me <laughs> knows that I put everybody before myself. And so that's what does make it a challenge and to kind of bring it on back because we've been on tangents, we've been on windy roads, we've been on the highway, we've yeah, done yeah, everything our, our tonight. Equipment cut off we, so we gotta we done everything. <laughs> we so to kind of bring it all back into perspective, the main thing is is that at the end of the day, you only have, even if you're in a committed relationship like I am, at the end of the day, you really only owe it to one person, and that's yourself. If your feelings inside are telling you something's wrong, or maybe they're telling you something's right, believe it. Believe it until you're proved wrong. Unfortunately, I didn't understand that until I was much later in life and much more mature and understood like the value of time, the value of relationships, the value of that sort of energy. I wish I knew that when I was younger. Because I've always been the type of person that I knew who not to fuck with. That's how, you know, when you met me, I was always running the streets. I was always doing stuff I probably shouldn't have been doing. But did I ever get caught up? No. Because I knew as soon as something felt weird, I felt cold and I got the fuck out of there. So, yeah. For what it's worth, trust yourself. Trust yourself. I can tell you right now that trusting myself 
not only got me out of a lot of situations that I might have been caught up in really in a bad way, but also got me into a lot of good situations as well because I trusted myself. And so as far as these first impressions are concerned, remember that you really got to trust yourself. Really, really think about it from that perspective because at the end of the day, the only person you really got to impress is yourself. And so, I hope that what we talked about today can help you on your day-to-day life, in your work experiences, in your relationship experiences. Maybe you're single and you're dating, you bump into somebody in the train and y'all get to rapping. Maybe you and your friends at work are going to happy hour and you bump into somebody in the bar and you get to know them. Maybe you got a new person who just transferred to your division at work and you don't want to be antisocial. Just think about these first impressions. It's not always going to be the cut and dry, this is the absolute answer for this person. But trust yourself. Trust your instincts. Because at the end of the day, the only person who's looking out for you is who? You. You. Being an adult is looking out for yourself because self-preservation is healthiness. Then, part of self-preservation is preserving the things around you that build your happiness. Your family, your network, you know what I'm saying? Your village. You want to build those things up to help build you up. And so... Part of that is these first impressions like we've been talking about all this time. It's like when you meet people, believe you. Don't necessarily believe what they say. Believe you and how you feel about that person until they either prove you right or they prove you otherwise. And with that little tidbit of advice, I'm hoping that as someone who is admittedly good at this judging of character thing and also have been told by lots of different people in a personal and professional perspective that this is something that I'm relatively good at. Take it from me when I tell you. Believe in yourself. Trust your first instincts of someone and let them either prove you right or prove you wrong. Don't play favorites now. Don't say, oh, I can't wait till they prove me right or I can't wait till they prove me wrong. Let them be them. But trust you. Because at the end of the day, they don't have a responsibility to make you feel a certain kind of way. You do. So trust in your impression, so to speak. And so... I hope we made an impression on y'all Bamas today. <laughs> and if we did, you better like the Daggone Podcast. You better subscribe to Daggone Podcast. Tell a friend. Tell or a friend. Cousin. Tell a friend. Or your neighbor. <laughs> you know what? If you got that Instagram thing, which I'm sure you do, they got them three little dots up there in the corner. You just click on that, and then it says share to. Oh, my God. Share the podcast, Mo. Share the podcast, Mo. If you like what we talk about, tell a friend, Mo. That's how that's how things happen. That's how it. That's how gra- it's called grassroots Roots, marketing. Yes. Oh, my God. I learned a lot about that this year from my sister, from, 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 from our oldest daughter, our middle daughter, from you. I'm trying to catch up as being a 
podcast producer and Grassroots Instagram marketing. marketer. Grassroots marketing. You grow it from the ground <laughs> up, Slim. So, yo, if you like what we talking about, maybe even a little tidbit of the bullshit that I was talking about helps you figure out a situation you dealing with with a friend of yours or a relationship or somebody at work. Or it gives you the courage to go holler at that person that you see on the train every morning. You finally are going to be like, yo, you had such a first impression on me that I had to say something. And because we're the weirdos who are on the train at 6 a.m. every morning. I see you every morning. Like if I inspired you to go holler at that person, so be it. That's what this is about. Believe in yourself, y'all. Believe in yourself, family. Believe in yourself. All right? Because nobody going to do it for you. Now. We done told you to holler at all the platforms. What are the platforms again? Spotify is one of them. Yes, we have Anchor. Anchor. We have Stitcher. Stitcher. And we have, of course, the website. If y'all ever, you know that anybody who knows me knows that I speak in memes um, based on my text messages. I didn't like, know I, what I, a meme I, I, was I, until like two or three years ago. She, she thought meme That's was a, a whole two-syllable other- word. She thought That's this is no, no 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 this is the I I knew it was not this meme-y. is the linguistic show you thought it was a meme I thought it was a mem That's even worse because Frenchy it's French. That's even worse I knew Frenchy it wasn't It's meme-y. a mem It's a mem So because you <sighs> Anyhow, that's another, Bruh, another episode. If you know anybody, if, yo, memes if you know and black me, Twitter and oh things I don't, I don't know about God. until recently. Mems like and black Twitter and things I don't know about until that should, recently. That should be on a T-shirt. So yes, Kina. Okay, so so, <laughs> Jake, so Kina. Even though probably not a listener, this is on record. I'm gonna give me a shirt that says "Mem." No, me, no, it's got memes, right? Oh. Memes, black Twitter, and other things. <laughs> we really gotta wrap this joint up. <laughs> I ain't wrapping shit up. Whenever we feel like it. Like, bye. bye, y'all. But no, seriously, though, trust yourself. Trust your instincts. I keep saying it again because it's important. It's important. If I can teach y'all anything. With this podcast, this episode in particular means a lot to me. Trust your instincts. Please trust your instincts. The things that you think are the right decisions are not always the right decisions. Your head and your heart are always going to be battling. And so this first impression thing is literally a battle between your head which is looking at the data in front of it and saying, yo, this person is this. Look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Look at that. And your heart, which is telling you, yo, see how they acting? See what they said? See how it feels? See how they make you feel? It's a battle. So you have to trust yourself. When whatever your first feeling is, trust it. And allow them to either prove you right or prove you wrong. And that is one of the whole key things to life that I hope that you learn from us. I mean, I learned a lot from this particular thing. I, 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 the crazy thing is, is when my significant other that I'm related to by marriage, I, I love using that phrase, 
Yeah, um, it's one of your new catchphrases now. Shout out to Tony Kornheiser. That was a dope, <laughs> that was a dope phrase when I first heard it on the Tony, on the Tony Show. That was dope. Shout out to Tony Kornheiser. But when we first started talking about this was the topic, I was like, really no first impressions. I'm like, oh man, I gotta think back to twenty some odd years ago when I first saw this woman. Like, what was I thinking? I don't know. I was probably like half drunk from the night before when in class. I was a junior. Like, I turned up. I was a club. Ten a.m. Clu- drunk. I was. That's I was what clubbing. He's possibly saying. I was clubbing at that point on a, like, on a Monday night because we class on Tuesday. Got you. Hey, 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 hey. Anybody from the DMV know that Sunday is college night. You heard. But not on Monday. Anybody from the DMV knows that Sunday is college night. You heard. We didn't leave the club till 4 a.m. And then we went to IHOP, Slim. Like, dog, I just fell into class coming straight from the club, Mo. This was a Tuesday. There oh, was, well, then there you was just no said Monday. You just said Monday. See, Monday, see, now now we're bringing up old Monday stuff. Now we're bringing up old stuff. You see how she. It was a snow day. So let's wrap this up. Hey, Mo, you see how she moved the goalpost on me, Mo? I didn't move the goalpost. When when we hear the playback, like you're gonna know that I was talking about Tuesday, so so I'll I'll leave it at that. That was a good episode. Mm hmm. This has been an Ashangali Enterprises production. Co-produced by Naomi. Music by Brassville. 